This is Off the Record with Big C and Slim Nick. Ding diddling ding 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 yeah, anyway, yeah, good, good welcome. evening, everybody. Welcome, welcome, Nico Lars. Uh, <laughs> welcome, Mrs. Uh, Mr. C. Uh, Mr. C, you're so polite. Um, <laughs> big, big. Um, episode 20, episode, episode 20. Is it really? Yeah, yeah I know. Unbelievable, isn't it? Nearly I as many as the Bond films. Nearly as many as the Bond films. Nearly as many, yeah. We, we, we <laughs> should we probably do a testimonial, aren't we now? I would think so, yeah. Very yeah. nearly. Um, yeah. Okay, so, uh, well, we've got a bit of a hint about what the theme is today, but um, before we <laughs> get on to that, um, what else have we got to talk about? What about well, football? Well, can I just say, you know, Palace and West Ham 2 all. I was on the ceiling, you know, I was on I the ceiling. I can imagine. I can imagine um, you were. I was absolutely, you know... Um, yeah, what can I say? I was delighted to see that you managed to equalise yeah, twice. Yeah, twice I think actually to, to draw two all. Um, Just but to I, get that I must point, admit, it was great. I've got to make the most of uh, being a Spurs fan here. Um, it probably may never happen again, um, but for the first time, for the yeah. first time ever in Premier League history, Tottenham, Spurs are top of the league and our, our North London rivals, Arsenal, are at the bottom of the league. <laughs> I know. I we are know. separated by, ooh, well, there's 20 teams and, in the and, league. And, and didn't you knock West Ham off the top as well? Well, we did, obviously, yeah. By, by I beating, mean, it's, you know, uh, what, what an Watford. incredible thing to do, to knock the Amers off the top on Arsenal or Bob. You couldn't have it better, could you? You couldn't have a we, better week than that. We couldn't. And, and As a top uh, supporter. Top of the league, uh, going into the international break, which is always a good thing. Three wins mm. out of three. The only team, I'll give you that as well, and the only team in the country, not only in the Premier League, in in you know proper league football, yeah. to uh, have not conceded a goal this season, which is something, judging by Spurs history. Um, <laughs> and uh, and of course a maximum record of three wins out of three games. So yeah, it's with yeah. it's with top of the table. It has been a, an amazing start to the season. It has been an amazing start, and and Harry Harry Kane Harry Kane staying as well. Yeah, yeah, it's still good news. It's all a good few, news. I'm a few, you know, few decent signings in the uh, transfer window. Which Palace's start was a little shaky, but you know we can. We can take, you know, something from that point against West Ham, you know. Yeah. Well, do you know who Palace have got in the next game, don't you? First game after uh, the international break. I haven't looked, actually. I believe it might be Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> An interesting London derby. At Palace. Yeah, interesting London derby. So well, if we, get a, if we can get a draw out of you, we'll be more than happy with that. Well, yeah. Let's let's see. That's not until oh, what's it? It's Sunday, weeks time, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. it's international week. International in fact, week. In fact, I'm going to Wembley on Sunday to see England. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay. 
um, we're going to see uh, England against the mighty Andorra. <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> no. It's amazing. Yeah, they probably... Yeah. It's amazing how these teams can get enough players to field yeah. 11 on the pitch, let alone subs and, and what have you as well. All the rest and, of it, yeah. yeah. And Dora. No, be a day out, wouldn't it? Yeah, be a day it's out. true. It's yeah. almost don't more... Have pic- don't have a picnic beyond the goal, though. No, definitely not. No, that's, <laughs> that's just not football. Um, unless you're LA Galaxy. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, enough football. It's normally a miserable subject. Normally a miserable subject, football, but not. No, no. It's, it's, it, this week is good. It had to be said. It had to be said. Right, we are going to um, discuss the in sort of to commemorate the uh, release this month uh, in the UK, at least on the 29th of this month. In fact, the 25th James Bond film. Yeah. Um, I believe it's not released until the 8th of October in the US, but, you know, what's what's in a week? It's this month it's released here. Yeah, uh, and yeah. we're going to be discussing, uh, running the rules, shall we say, over all of the theme tunes that yeah. uh, James Bond, uh, the James Bond films have produced over the years. From 1962, which is the first one, through to uh, the latest one, uh, which is 2021, of course. 2021, yeah, yeah, which has okay. been delayed, of course, because it was supposed to be a little earlier, wasn't it? It but we, should uh, have been. It should have been out last year, and of course, yeah. the uh, single, the, the single from it, and the theme has already been released and has already charted. So, mm. um, unless that, well, you never know. It, it might be re-released or something. It, it might well be. It might well be. I think that's a strong possibility. That's actually, the sort yeah. of thing that happens, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think that's a strong possibility. Or re-promoted anyway, definitely. Or yeah. re-promoted indeed. Okay. Right, yeah. so I've got... Okay, I'll give you an idea of how we'll format the show. Um, there are 25 of them. So what yeah. What I'll do, I mean, you may have a list of them as well. I sent you a list of them. I've got the list of the 25 films uh, in order from the first one in 1962, that famous one with Ursula, Ursula Undress, as we used to call her. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ursula Undress in a white bikini walking out of the, the waves. Yeah, yeah um, I can see it now. Doctor No, of course, in 1962. Yeah. Good, film. Um, Good film. Not a bad film. But as a Bond, you're a Bond fan, yeah? I am. Oh, I, I love it. I've seen them all. And uh, teen times, yeah, I, I am a big Bond fan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. You are double O. Yeah. Six. <laughs> ready, ready yeah. to jump in. No, I love in. the whole thing. Love the whole thing. After Daniel Craig hangs up his martini or whatever he's going to hang up. Yeah, yeah. Shaken, not stirred. I'm ready to go, you know. You're ready Just to... waiting for the call. I'm waiting for the call, you know. Waiting for the call. I wonder who the next one's going to be. I wonder who the next one's going to be. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, Dr. No. The first one in Dr. 1962. Dr. No. Um there wasn't a traditional pop uh, single uh, released as a theme, um, no. but the uh, the theme was John Barry and his orchestra, and I and we sung a little bit of a 
yeah uh, a version of it at the start of the but show of course, today. That, that is that that theme has continued i think to be played in i think all the bond films at some point there's some sort of background music during the film at some time you know uh, that, dun, 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 you know it's dun, kind of it's a bit, it's a bit synonymous it's synonymous yeah. it's synonymous it's synonymous yeah it's easy for you to say the old uh you know yeah it's it's a great theme i mean i i don't yeah yeah i don't i mean once we've gone through these uh 25 commenting on them all well we'll just sort of throw in what we think of yeah, the worst. It's the a worst. Very, I mean, it was it was sixty two, wasn't it? I think you said the first one came out, yes. which is uh, true. And but but as I said earlier, don't you think that uh, that early Bond theme is very reminiscent of Hank Marvin in the Shadows? It's got a very sixties guitar sound, doesn't it? You know, it could could have been Hank. I don't know who played the guitar, but you know, no, probably someone in the John Barry Orchestra. But I you know, I assume it, it, it was. Yeah, it, it could have been Hank. You know, John Barry got around though, to be fair. I mean, not only did the theme uh, for Dr. No, the James Bond theme, as actually what it's called, yeah. Uh, yeah. the John Barry Orchestra, which of course he scored and composed, he then went on to compose or co compose uh, a stack of other James Bond films. I mean, looking at them all mm. here, after mm. Dr. No, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven out of the next twelve or thirteen Bond films. Yeah. So his involvement in the theme tunes was sort of quite prolific. strong, wasn't it? For, it was, yeah. Particularly in the early days. Yeah. Definitely. Is he still is he still alive, John Barry? There's there's a point. Now there's a question, and I have no idea. Yeah, perhaps that's why he's not you know, because he it was like the first few years he was sort of involved but he isn't lately so maybe he's died who knows well that would certainly preclude uh doing mm. too many themes i would have mm. thought um i'm gonna look him up john barry uh no he is he died in 2011 actually oh okay there you go well i think that's probably one of the reasons he was probably knocking on a bit took a step back but uh yeah so what we're we gonna do we're we gonna sort of go through the films yeah i'll go uh, through, through them through the various run, themes run through the films i won't ask you the plots or anything because they're probably <laughs> pretty much the same all the way through. Yeah, it's normally the same sort of thing, isn't it? It's similar sort of thing. But as you said, what what are the, the three things you want in a Bond film? Well, I mean, what do we expect? We expect, you know, he's got he's got to sort out the baddies, whoever they might be. Yes. Um, he's got to be seen driving his Aston Martin uh, rather fast. Yes. And um. Maybe over a bridge or onto a train yeah, or something. And, and definitely exceeding the speed limit. And, uh, of course, definitely. there's, there's going to be some hot women somewhere that uh, <laughs> Bond's going to sort of, you know, affiliate with. You know, I mean, that's, that's the he, general... <laughs> he's going to shake and stir. Um, yeah, that's the way it goes, isn't it? You know, generally. Yeah, it is. And it, yeah. it's interesting. Uh, the, the majority of the themes are probably by women, actually, by girl singers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And there's an over. I, I, when we were sort of talking about them earlier, I, I sort of said to you, you know, there's an overriding sort of, I don't know, almost an expectation that the James Bond theme tune is a kind of, uh, you know, very sort of alluring kind of sexy song sung by a woman. You know, that's the general 
you know, it might sound a bit sexist, but that's almost what... Well, well they are sexist films, aren't they, really? Um, yeah, totally, yeah. Well, you they know. are. They are. There's no way, no two ways He's about got it. a big female um, following, isn't he, Bond? I mean, you know, lots of, lots of women like... Yes, like but, I mean, the films probably are generally guys' films, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're films for the guys, for the blokes. Yeah. For the yeah. lads. For the lads, yeah. For the chaps. Yeah. And uh, yeah. what we're looking for in a theme tune, Bond, and we uh, looking at all of these, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about them individually when they come up, but they have a sort of a Bond sound to them, don't they? A lot of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. And yet, sort of what sound do you expect them to have? And the sort of one I'd expect to have sounds a bit uh, rather kinky, but... Um, I think <laughs> you're sort of almost imagining there's going to be a girl swimming naked in the ocean to, yeah, the, yeah. to the theme tune. Yeah, and it's generally soulful. I mean, it's a generally soulful sort of track, you know, quite slow, you know, um, sort of dramatic and, you know. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go along with that. I, yeah. I think most, most of them are. Yeah. Um, okay, so Dr. No, we've covered. It's James Bond theme. The ding, 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 which introduced ding, 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 ding. The, the original theme. Ding, ding. Yeah, I couldn't. And at the end of all these twenty-five, we'll, I've just tried to ask you, like, what are the five worst as, as far as you're concerned? And yeah, maybe we we'll then order what our top six are. Yeah, yeah. In order, in order, got to be in, in order. order, in order, in order. I'm sure you'll work it out. You'll work it out. I've worked so, it out. Okay, I'm not going to give the years of all these, although sixty-two was the first one. Um, Next up, we've got uh, From Russia With Love, mm. which mm. was sung probably by the only <laughs> bus driver. <laughs> from Barking Garage. From Barking, <laughs> from Barking Garage. Was that where he was from, or you just made that I up? think he did. No, I think he did work at Barking Garage. I think that's where he worked out of, yeah. Yeah. So he would have oh. drove buses through Romford and that. And it was a uh, good, S- good old Matt Monroe. Yeah, yeah, Barking. Yeah. He was an Essex guy, was he? Yeah, yeah. And it's not a bad thing, too, actually. It's not a bad song. I mean, he was quite successful around that time, wasn't he, Matt Monroe? He was. My mum looks to like Matt Monroe, actually. Yeah, I think my mum had a bit of a, yeah, yeah. I think he sang a song in the Eurovision Song Contest, actually, around this time. Maybe that's what got him the Bond gig, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you sing for if you sing for the UK on Eurovision, then you, you've got to be good. You've got to be up for the bonky. But yeah, so what was that song called? It was just called From Russell with Love. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. All of yeah. the next but un- year. It was unusual because, you know, um, the president hadn't been set then. You know, the first one's the John Barry theme, then we've got Matt Monroe, but then I think it went all more to women, didn't it, after that? Um, it, yes. It did. There's certainly the majority. I reckon out of 25, 15 or 16, I would say, were, yeah. were women. Yeah. Um, after, um, it must have been in the 90s, maybe, uh, they tended to go for artists that wrote their own songs more, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It changed a little, didn't it? They yeah. sort of tried to update it a bit, really, didn't they? I guess you know the whole sort of. But uh, so, John, so who was third? I'm dying to know who was. What's the third one? The third film um, was sung by a female, and it was Goldfinger. Yeah, and that you know, Goldfinger. Very, very powerful, 
I mean, Shirley Bassey, that's, that's a real powerful uh, song, that. A good a great, film. It's great, a great... Yeah. It's a great song, I think. Yeah, it was and a great song. And Shirley Bassett's voice is outstanding, isn't it? You, you've got to give her that. Again, of the time, Matt Monroe, Shirley Bassey. I think Shirley Bassey's voice is probably better than Matt Monroe's. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever I think of Shirley Bassey, I think of her appearing on uh, sk- skits on uh, the Morecambe and Wise show. Yeah, I'll do it, actually. Yeah, I remember that. When she used to come down, come down the steps. Um, and <laughs> I the, do the, she puts her foot through the step as she comes through it, and then she has yeah, a, yeah. a massive boot on one foot, and she goes off the stage like that. She was she was happy to have the piss taken out of her anyway, which is yeah, uh, yeah. She was which, going for a laugh, which yeah. is always good, always a good thing. But, but yeah, Goldfink, I do like fantastic voice, didn't she? Fantastic. Voice. She did. She Welsh. She was Welsh. Welsh. Yeah, yeah. She was as was the next person that we're going to do. Actually, we're going to talk about. Um, so Shirley Bassey. Um, the the only one who's had more than one Bond theme tune was Shirley Bassey. Shirley her Bassey, first, yeah. Her first was Goldfinger. We'll come on to the others uh, later. Another two more next, ago, yeah. Next one up, and it's Thunderball. Thunderball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have no clue about these films. I mean, I probably would have sat through a lot of them. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the ones in the sixties, although I was alive in the sixties, I wasn't really, you know. No, I, I saw them all at a later date because I yeah, was, later date. It was the seventies. I mean, the first started. one come out sixty two. I was only one when that came out, but you know, but I've seen them all since. I, I was, I was three. Yeah, yeah. Experienced, not, but not into Bond yet. <laughs> not really into Bond. No, not into Bond. Um, but Thunderball, um, yet another co-written John Barry song. Song, yeah. Called Thunderball. And it was, of course, the Welshman, Tom Jones. Good old Tom Jones. Yeah, yeah good old Tom Jones. I, I've never been yeah. a huge fan of Tom Jones, to be perfectly honest. Um, You know, the only song I like Tom Jones ever did was... um. I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's not unusual. Not unusual. His first number one. But then a part of the reason I like that is the brass arrangement on it. I think is just absolutely killer. Did did it did yeah did it? And when he sort of goes, it's not unusual. Have fun with it. I love that. But but as 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 you know, the rest of Tom Jones stuff, I've never been a massive fan. But he's got a good voice. You know, he's. There's no denying he's got a good voice. I, Delilah was a good song, and I liked um, What's New Pussycat. Uh, did he do Green Green Grass of Home, or was that He Engelbert? did do Green Green Grass he of did Home. Green, no, Green he Grass did, yeah. That was a big hit for him, I think. Yeah, my mum liked bit. that one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think mums liked Tom Jones. I don't generally yeah, yeah. mums like Tom Jones. Yeah. Sort yeah, of a mum's sort of act, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but back then he was he was the height of you know he was pop music of the time wasn't he I mean he was like the solo Beatle on his own when he? he was quite yeah, yeah. he was good looking were, young guy you know yeah yeah throwing their underwear at him and stuff weren't they quite, quite strange actually because we had Shirley Bassey who was Welsh and then we had Tom Jones who was Welsh yes interesting little uh, little fact interesting there. little segue there between Shirley Wales, Bassey because Wales on the map you know it it does, uh, and of course Shirley will be back. Uh, Tom won't be. That was the only Tom one that we had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next up, again, we're probably looking at 
66, 67 time, I would guess. Yeah. Um, it was You Only Live Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the song was called You Only Live Twice. And it was by, do you remember that one? Um, I haven't got my list in front of me. It was Nancy Sinatra. Nancy Sinatra, of course. Yeah. Nancy yeah, Sinatra. Yeah. So, um, yes, I mean, oh. she, she had a few hits around that time. Um, Another one, big artist of that era, yeah. yeah. One, with a, one with a dad, of course, uh, something stupid. Yeah. These, these Boots Are Made For Walking was the... These uh, Boots Are Made For Walking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she'd make a Bond girl, I think, wouldn't she? Actually, yeah. I don't know. Was she a Bond girl? No, but you think she could have been? She could have been. She could have been definitely. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that wasn't a bad record, if I remember rightly. No, it wasn't a bad record. Um, again, very Bond-like. Yeah, which I think is is sort of quite important to yeah. sound to sound still like a Bond film. Yeah, film yeah, 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 yeah. Def- definitely had the uh, it had the Bond stamp all over it. That one, it did. Yeah. Next up, and of course, you only live twice. There's also another John Barry uh, composition. John Barry co-composition. I don't know whether he wrote them all on his own. Yeah. Um, next up was I think after Sean Connery decided to up sticks and clear off, um, unless he just wasn't available for the next film, and they got George Lazenby in. Yeah, the one-off George Lazenby. Yeah, the one-off George Lazenby film. On Her Majesty's uh, Secret Service, wasn't it? Yeah, was it any good? Do you remember that one? I I do remember it. You know, it was kind of okay. Um, It was kind of okay. I I don't think it really quite carried the weight of the others, though. Um, It's probably why they didn't ask him back. Yeah, I, I think... I think that was why. I, I don't know why what the circumstances were surrounding that, but uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, who who did the uh, tune on? Well, that one? this is this is the thing um, because I think John Barry decided it's very difficult to write a song called "On Her Majesty's Secret Service," <laughs> um, which is what the the film was called, obviously. Um, yeah. He scored um, some music that may have been called on Her Majesty's Secret Service. But what is mainly remembered, I think, as the theme was Louis Armstrong's. Oh, uh, yeah. We yeah. have all the time in the world. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, I I love a bit of Louis Armstrong. Yeah. That's that, it that, it, uh, it wasn't, wasn't very Bond-like, though, was it? I suppose it wasn't very Bond-like. No, true. That that it's, definitely it's, gives it minus yeah. marks. The whole film is quite an oddity, really. I mean, you know, say George Lazenby only in it for one. The the theme tune was a bit of a different sort of feel to it. You know, it's kind of mm. yeah. But John Barry yeah. did co-write. We have all the time in the world. By the yeah, way, yeah. So. John Barry's doing all right with the royalties, obviously. It's <laughs> all right. Yeah, the lyrics were written by Hal David. Which, ah, good old Hal David, who we discussed Bacharach and David. Uh, we discussed Bacharach and David, ly- indeed, the lyricist yeah. uh, Hal yeah. David. Yeah. Um, so that was on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And then Connery comes back, doesn't he? Then Connery came back for one more film. Yeah. Uh, maybe they were hoping he'd come back for more. I, I don't really know. Um, 
But the uh, 71 film, I think it was, uh, was Diamonds Are Forever. Mm. Which, of course, Shirley Bassey. Saw the return of Shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which was really, that was, that was funny because we had two instances there where someone's come back. We've never had a Bond go and come back. And, you know, Bond went as Connolly and then come back. And yeah. he come back with a Bassey theme tune and Bassey's back as well. So it was very much redefining Bond again, having Bassey back doing the theme, I thought. You know, you know what I mean? I do. That's, that's, that's very deep. It's very deep. It's a bit deep. It's a bit deep. A bit yeah. deep. <laughs> Steady on. A bit deep for a Wednesday evening. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, a good, it, good, good song, actually. I thought. It, it ticked all the boxes. Or oh, checked oh all most the, definitely. Most definitely. It was definitely Bond. Yeah. Definitely a Bond theme. It yeah. sounded Bond. It was a great tune. It was. It was a good film as well. And it was a yeah. great was vocal. A good it's yeah. a great vocal. Whether or yeah. not the film, I remember my I remember my mum had this the best of Shirley Bassey record, and it had like you know all this stuff on, and now again she, she put it on, yeah. And even though I was only a kid and I wasn't really into that sort of stuff, I remember thinking like you know, her voice is incredible, you know, mm. just an amazing voice and some good arrangements on the records, you know, really, you know, yeah. I remember her. I'm sure she sung that on Morecambe and Wise when they had a guest spot. And they, apart from the, <laughs> the silly sketch that they did with them, they get yeah. them to actually sing a song properly. And I'm yeah. sure I remember her singing. I think she Diamonds did do that. Forever. I think she did do that. Yeah, I think I, I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah, my yeah. dad, my dad was a big fan of Shirley Bassey. Um, yeah. She did have quite a big following, Shirley Bassey. She did, yeah. you know, she had quite a strong following. She's still around, isn't she? I think so. Yeah, I'm sure she is, yeah. I think so, yeah. Probably still looking about 40 years younger than she actually is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's a nice-looking woman. So that's Shirley Bassey, and that was, again, co-written by John Barry. John Barry. He gets around, doesn't he? Oh. So Sean Connery came... Sean Connery came back for Diamonds Are Forever. Now, the following film um, was, I think they might have tried to get Sean Connery back for it, but he refused. So they had to find a new Bond. And they found a new Bond with a raised eyebrow in a certain Roger Moore. Yeah. Who really, that was... That was the, uh, I suppose, when I first started to get into James Bond because I would have been about 11 or 12 then, you know, that kind of age where... Yeah, 73. I, I that, that, actually, I remember actually going to the cinema. I did. I saw it twice. To see Live and Let yeah. Die. So, it, might, yeah. it might have been on Paul, holiday. Paul Church Odeon. Paul Church Odeon. My dad's brother, my dad's brother was the uh, the film operator guy, whatever, you know, whatever. Oh, you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, well, the one yeah, at the, the cool. back there? That... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets all the oh. reels sorted out and all that. That was old yeah, school. Yeah. Before you had digital, I mean, you actually had the films then, you know, on a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember seeing it uh, in Jersey, funnily enough. Really? Yeah. Not in a jersey. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> wearing a jersey. 
Uh, I was in the, the Channel Islands. So still, was, still, actually, still, actually, one of my favourite films. Actually, my, one of my favourite Bond films. Living, that living. Night. I, I mean, because it's the first one I remember seeing. The others, I would have seen after. Oh, I like the, the event. story as well. I like the whole thing. There's a bit in the Caribbean, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, because it's a drug thing, isn't it? Drug thing. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's probably yeah. a lot of non. And it starts off in it starts off in New Orleans, doesn't it? You know, with the yeah, with the guy getting yes. Was that was that living that day? Yeah, and he sits yeah, down in that right. he sits down in he sits down in that bar, and the wall turns around, and suddenly he's the other side of in his room. With his, uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guys and all that. About two yeah. or three different and the tarot cards, the tarot cards business, and all that. Yeah, it was that like was cool. United Nations or something, wasn't there? With lots of people sitting around, and then. He, yeah. dropped, he dropped dead, I think, didn't he? Two or three of them yeah. did. Yeah, I I'm definitely remember sure. that. I'm sure I remember I remember speedboats being in that one, I'm sure. But I'm, you don't think so, do you? I, well, I know there were speedboats in the Man with a Golden Gun, um, but there's quite possibly speed. I mean, you know, there's a bit of speedboats in every Bond bit film. Speedboats, I suppose. <laughs> speedboats. <laughs> Flying over roads and bridges and landing again. Yeah, you know, fast cars. I think you're thinking, I don't know, do you know what? I think you're thinking a man with a golden gun there. I know that think? scene. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I no, mean, I mean, they, they do all merge together. But to let's talk about the great theme tune. To the the uh, great theme tune, Live and Let Die. Um, the, you the must first... have something to say about this, being a fan <laughs> of the Beatles. <laughs> How did you know I was a fan of the Beatles? <laughs> did I? Did I mention Did it once? Did I mention it once? Think I got away with it. Um, yeah. Um, well, I would say it's the first rock theme tune. Yeah, definitely. First rock theme tune. Um, definitely. It was, all I can say is, um, oh, it also was the first, the first uh, Bond theme to be nominated for an Academy Award for Best mm. Original Song. Mm. Mm. It didn't win. No, uh, it, but he got it, nominated. I remember it, that. Yeah, yeah. It lost to it lost out to uh, Barbara Streisand. No, oh, not Stiff it? Richard. No. Barbara Streisand in the way we were, which is another great song, to be honest. Um, yeah. That I think that was probably written by Marvin Hamlish. Yeah, isn't it the way we were? The way we were. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, and he co-wrote yeah. another one later on. Uh, there but was live a, that Live and Let Die was, you know, I mean, first of all, it was a great song, but that was kind of a sort of a, you know, you've got a new Bond, Roger Moore, and, you know, they sort of reinvented Bond a bit by, you know, we've got now a rock sort of theme in a way, yeah. you know, but a kind of ballady rock theme. A new um, era, new era. Yeah, a new era, and it kind of brought Bond into the 70s, you know, as being cool, but... um particularly when Roger Moore wore his safari suit. I mean, that's just classic, isn't it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> he wore some dodgy clothes. But, um, but you know, the, the chorus of, of, you know, Live and Let Die, you know how powerful that is, you know? I mean, it crashes out, doesn't dun, it? Dun. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's just sheer bond, isn't it? Yeah, it's it just sheer bond. And it harkens back to the sort of John Barry type arrangements where you get these massive big choruses, of, you know, it all starts blasting out you know um You're, the orchestration on it is excellent needless to say yeah, it, had, right. it had a touch of the shirley basses about it really you know shirley bassy could have probably sung live and let die and made a good job of it i'm sure you know possibly but, so yeah um but, uh, of course it was written by macca wasn't it 
it was written by Macca and it was produced by George Martin, who scored, yeah. obviously, the orchestration um, of it. Yeah. An interesting thing, I remember reading somewhere, in fact, no, it was on, there's a documentary on the Disney Plus at the moment, there's about six-part documentary, McCartney, um, McCartney 1, 2, 3. You should watch it. It's interesting. But, you know, they dissect some of the, the some of his songs and mm. uh, listen, uh, different tracks, different, you know, you know it's with Rick Rubin. Oh, Rick Rubin, yeah. Chat, chatting with Rick Rubin and they're discussing a lot of Beatles and they're talking about living that die, a bit of the Wings stuff as well. And he was explaining that uh, Ian Fleming, the book Ian Fleming uh, was given to him to read on a Saturday. Uh, he had to come up with a song with that title, but he read it all on the Saturday and sat down on a Sunday and wrote the song. Um, and you notice there's a bit of a, um, almost a reggae feel in the middle there, isn't there? What's yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. What does yeah, it no, matter yeah, totally, to yeah. you? Yeah. You got a job to do, you got to do it. Yeah. And that he put that in because it was meant to be parts from the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. why that was in there. Um, the only that no, was a very a very strong theme. It was a very it was a great song, and also it didn't do wings any harm, did it? Really, I mean, put them on the map a bit more. It didn't. It. it um, not sure it made number one. It certainly didn't hear top ten here. Raised, I mean, it raised Macca's profile right up because you know Macca was obviously you know big in the sixties with the Beatles, and suddenly mm. he's back. He's doing the bomb film theme, and I mean that's really sort of you know brought yeah, him maybe. back. Maybe, maybe yeah, you're right. I yeah, I mean, it, it was before Band on the Run, so yeah, maybe yeah. that was really raised his profile right up. You know? Yeah, like as if he needed it really. But yeah, I know what you mean. Well, brought him back, you know. I mean, because it uh, wasn't Living Let Die seventy three. Seventy three. It was Living Let Die was seventy three. Yeah, I think it's yeah, June. Yeah, probably June, yeah. July, June, July seventy three. Yeah. So really, you know, we hadn't really heard that much of Macca for the last two or three years in sense of you know massive commercial success, and then crash you know yeah but they 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 recorded it uh during the uh the red rose speedway uh, album sessions from 73 so the likes of my love um and well that's that's the other big hit from that album anyway um it was done around about the time that i've got to say this the one minus point about living that die was the grammatical error (laughs) <laughs> you can't you can't have it you can't have it um when he sings about the world in which we live in i mean Macca, no <laughs> the it's the world in which we live you've already got the in in which you don't need another in at the end yeah, yeah? yeah. the world the world in which we live he obviously didn't scan right yeah, um, yeah. So the world in which you now, I, I I do my best when if I'm singing it to myself as I do when it's on. I do try to sing it as if it's, which would be grammatically correct. The world in which we are living. Yeah, <laughs> you're but, a nutter, aren't you? <laughs> I am. A, I'm a nutter. But I, you know, <laughs> no. That's, yeah. But I mean, I think we can. I think we can overlook the grammatical error. And you know, you think we can? I suppose we can. Yeah. 
there are know. there are songs with grammatical errors in. Anyway, oh, don't, we don't, don't want to spend... that's, an, that's another that's another topic. That, is. that that's will another... be a topic, actually. That's, that's another topic. topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll take that one. It's about to be writ again, Dave Bowie. Remember oh, that one? About to be writ again. <laughs> it's yeah, writ, writ, yeah. writ. Since when was that a word? And, yeah. and uh, I, I think uh, your song, Elton John, when he sings about if if I was a sculptor. Yeah. No, Reg, no. <laughs> if I were a sculptor. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of conditional, isn't it? It's some doubt about it. It's if I were, yeah. it's not if I was. Yeah. But I. It, Sadly, a lot of wrong stuff gets thrown into the English language now and almost becomes, you know, acceptable and sometimes is even put in the dictionary. But we don't want to spend all night talking about Paul McCartney, do we? <laughs> um, and living that die. So let's move right, on next. swiftly. Man with a golden gun. Man with a golden gun. Um, yes, indeed. Is this the one you think with the speedboats then? Well, I know there's speedboats in it. I know there's a speedboat chase in it, and it's Lulu doing the song. It's Lulu, yeah. And, and it's I, bloody awful. It's not a great song. I'm glad you agree. It's not, it's not a, a great, great song, song, is it? It's not a, It's just, what was it called again? Uh, funnily enough, it's called Man with the Golden Gun. <laughs> it was just, I, I, you know, I mean, I listened to it early today. and uh, Yeah, I listened to them all. I've listened to them all earlier today. Again. Yeah, I listened and, to them all earlier today. But, I, will, I mean, it's just, it's just not a Great, you know, the chorus isn't great. The nothing about it is great. It's just, I don't know. I think the first line when she's singing, I think I'm gonna him, have to do an Alan Partridge. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> the, the first line when she's sort of singing about having a big weapon or something. I don't know what that was all about, was it something like that, wasn't it? At the start, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. but yeah. Lulu, man with the golden gun, um, no, yeah. Not, no, not, so that, not... that was probably around 74 75. Now, she did sing again in Eurovision Song Contest around that time. There's yes. a link here. There's definitely a link here. Yeah, yeah. But I prefer Boom Banger Bang to yeah. The Man with a Golden Gun, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a. It was just not not a very memorable theme, was it, really? And dare I say, apart from Live and Let Die, uh, that was another song um, co-written by John Barry. Mm. He should have taken the day off after that, really, shouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, after Mecca, started in with Living That Die. Right, so the third film of Roger Moore's uh, era was next up, which was The Spy Who Loved Me. Mm. Um, I've got a feeling I remember liking this film, but only because I really liked the theme. Um, it was the yeah. first, it was the first film of the Bond, of all the Bond films, to have a theme tune that wasn't the title of the film. Mm. If you exclude the Lazenby one, because mm. possibly mm. that we have all the time in the world was recognized as a theme, but the theme of John Barry's was on her majesty's secret service. And it was probably yeah. a lot, a lot of the ding, 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 ding again. Um, yeah. So the spy who loved me, although Carly Simon, who sang the theme to the spy who loved me did use in the lyrics, the words, the spy who loved me. It wasn't actually. It was the, the title nobody does it better, wasn't it? It was nobody does it better, and it's and it's rather good, I think. No, it's a good song. It was, it was a good song. Yeah, it's a yeah. great song, and it's it was written. Yeah. That was co-written by Marvin Hamlish. Marvin yeah. Hamlish wrote the uh, song, the melody, and uh, Carol Bayer Sago wrote the lyrics. 
Carol Bassago, who was married to Bert Bacharach, who did he was married to Bert today, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he just he just got together with lyricists, I think. He had a, yeah, 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 yeah. I can yeah. write some songs, but I need some lyricists. Let's, I'm uh, surprised Carol Bassago never did more stuff herself. I mean, I think she wrote stuff for other people, and she had like a hit with that. You know, you are moving out today. Yeah, yeah, a good song. That was a good song. Anyway, yeah, song. back to Bond. Yeah, Carl back, Simon, to, back to Bond. Uh, uh, yeah, nobody does about from '77. I do remember that year. Good, uh, good film year, as well. Good film. The year of punk. So it was a bit of a change. <laughs> change yeah, we, of did, tempo. we didn't want the Sex Pistols. Didn't want the Sex Pistols doing, <laughs> doing the, uh, the theme. No, I don't think they'd have that. <laughs> no. Okay. Or the Clash. Um, or the Clash. Next up was our Sherl again. Yeah, for the third time. For the third time. And uh, not one of her greatest songs. Um, I think I think her poorest one, actually. And it's I, Moonraker. Yeah. And it, was, and it was called Moonraker. I um, wasn't over keen on the film, to be honest, but, I mean, we're, we're here to discuss the music. But I wasn't over keen on the film, and the, and the theme tune I thought was quite weak, really. Based, obviously, it's based in space, isn't it, that one? Yeah, yeah. Probably the only one based in space, isn't it? What, did, what did you think? What did you think of Moonraker as a song? As a song, I wasn't keen. No, no, I mean, it, not it didn't keen. Have the, didn't have the diamonds are forever feel to it. Or, or, no, you know. it didn't have the diamonds are forever or um, uh, the Goldfinger, Goldfinger feel about no. it at Just, all. No. So no, uh, that's that's a. If you had yeah. your, if you had your prop for me, uh, yeah. it would ha- it would have that. Um, also, of course, co-written by John Barry again, yeah. um, but with Hal David again as a lyricist. Mm. So, yeah. you know, lyrics don't obviously make a Bert good Bacher, song Bert on Bacher their Bacher own. Was, but Bacharach was making the tea. <laughs> he must have been. <laughs> I'm surprised Bacharach didn't come up with a theme tune. He could have come up with a good one, I'm sure. He could have come up with a good one because, you know, he's sort of jazzy style, you know, mm. I think Bacharach. Bacharach and David together could have come up with, you a, know, absolute corker, an absolute corker. You know, when they don't, I mean, they won't walk on by. I mean, they could have come up with a, yeah, they could have come up with a corker. Well, only it probably been in the sixties and seventies, so probably <laughs> uh, because, as I said earlier, I think they, they tended to go for artists, singer songwriters, or composers yeah, of their own songs. Barry got his oil in on that one though, didn't he? But anyway, yeah, carry on. Next film. He did. Next film was uh, For Your Eyes Only. Your Eyes Only. For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, good song. Not a bad song. Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton. Um, I actually like that song. I thought that was that was very typical Bond, you know? Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're probably right. It was quite quite typically Bond. Yeah. Um, I think there are probably other songs that I prefer, but I, I definitely agree. It sounds very Bond-like, mm. unlike, unlike I don't know, Moonraker or Man with the Golden Gun. I didn't think they were. So Sheena, Sheena gets a sort of a thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. Definitely from I, you anyway. I, uh, I thought that was rather a good song. Octopussy. Same to you. Yeah, <laughs> this was um, again not sure about the film. Uh, the theme tune was Rita Coolidge, 
So it's, it's mm. another girl singer. There's a lot of girl singers here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Song was called All Time High. Mm. And it's when I looked at the list, I thought, I have no idea what that sounds like. I can't remember it at all. So listen to I it had, again. I had to replay that one. Listen to Shouldn't. it today. And mm. um, it's not very Bond-like, but no. I like the song. I like the yeah. song. It's quite a... Not, it's not really country, but it, it's sort of a, you know what I, like I mean? Rita there's, there's, Coolidge is a bit of a country singer. I know yeah. what you mean. It wasn't, it wasn't your sort of normal girl bomb theme, but it kind of, it was a good, it's a good song, but I know, yeah, yeah. There are, there are worse ones in the list, I can assure you. From- oh, definitely. Uh, then we have uh, Roger Moore's final film. Um. This must have been in 80, 84, 85 time, uh, yeah. which was A View to a Kill. A View to a Kill, yeah. Um, which, of course, was Duran Duran. Yeah. So so good, they named them twice. Um, now, co-written by... John Barry, though, I believe. John Barry. <laughs> John, John Barry and Duran really? Duran. Yeah. Really? Really? He just wanted his stamp on everything, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, a View to a Kill. Again, for the time, they've gone for a big 80s new romantic band, British band, yeah. and, and and there you have it. Um, I like it. it. I like, it I like the Duran Duran song. It was... Dun, dun, didn't yeah, you know, it was quite yeah, yeah. bond like, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was bond like, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. So, I think that definitely gets a thumbs up from me. Um, yeah, it next wasn't one up, song. next one, of course, Roger Moore left sadly because I think overall, probably because it's my era, we like I think, I think Roger Moore's is yeah, it was my top the raised one. eyebrow, Sean, yeah, the right with the raised eyebrow. <laughs> And it was um, just sort of sarcastic wit, wasn't it? Roger Moore it played was. it really dry and huge. He brought humour to Bond, didn't he? Yeah, what are you doing now? He's in bed with a needless to say, the Bond girl. It's just, uh, what did he say? Something like, keeping keeping the British end up, sir, or something <laughs> like that. Something along those lines. Suave and smooth. He was, yeah. Well, they're all meant to be a bit suave and smooth. But I mean, Roger yeah, but he, Moore just, he was so He smooth, just had it, didn't he? He just had it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember when you um, used to watch him in a TV show. The uh, uh, not The Saint. Persuaders? Oh, I did watch. The Persuaders, yeah. yeah that yeah. had a great theme tune, The Persuaders. Yeah. We yeah. could have another show on TV themes, actually. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was, that that was, that was uh, Tony Curtis, wasn't it? Tony, Tony Curtis. Curtis and Roger Moore. And I think yeah. you know, he, he was the American. You know, I've the, got Roger Moore's book, and Roger Moore talks about working with Tony Curtis, and he says we're filming. Him. Well, it's funny, you said we're filming round by Downing Street and Tony Curtis is standing there smoking a joint, you know. Mm. I think I, I remember reading that Tony Curtis. He was always stoned, Tony was Curtis. stoned through the whole, through the whole series. Um, and yeah. whether or not they would have had another series, I don't know. But that, that character, Lord Brett Sinclair, probably is what got him. And, of course, he was in The Saint as well. Probably yeah. what got him the gig as James Bond. Um, yeah. Similarly to Piers Brosman, actually, he appeared in uh, a, an American detective show 
and for the life of me i can't remember what it was but yeah. i'm sure he got the james bond film gig from from that oh um, yeah before piers arrived on the scene of course not piers morgan um, <laughs> thankfully although he probably oh, yeah. sees himself as a, a a bit of a a bit of a cult as it were <laughs> gotta watch some spelling there yeah, um, again. yeah. Okay, well, it was, um, I can't even remember his name, Timothy Dalton took over. Timothy Dalton. And the, he only did two. Only did two, yeah. Not a bad couple of theme tunes, I would say. Uh, the first one was The Living Daylights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the Norwegian um, pop artist band, Aha. I quite liked this tune. I, I, I liked the chorus on it. There was something about the chorus, the melody line, the way it went. I just felt it was very catchy and quite different. Mm. Yeah. Dare I say, co-written by John Barry again. (laughs) 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 Maybe that is the John Barry influence in there that gets it that sort of Bond vibe. And maybe the ones after this now, because that was the last of John Barry's uh, influence, I believe, uh, that there's less of a bond sort of, da, 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 oh, yeah. yeah, you know, like all the other ones, yeah, um, big arrangements, yeah. But the so aha that, one was quite sort of a bit, kind of, I don't know, a bit spacey, a bit kind of, uh, I don't know how to describe it really. Well, they were a big band in the late eighties, weren't they? Eighty six, yeah. eighty seven. It weren't times. like it weren't like a normal bomb theme, was it? Really. No, maybe not. Yeah. No. You think they about like, it. I mean, it was... there, there were maybe Bond elements to it, mm. uh, but it was an aha song with John Barry uh, probably in the background. Oh, I like the song. Making the tea or something, and he gets a credit. I don't know. He, gets a he probably mm. sticks one note on the end of every track and, like, you know, gets like, that's it. I'll get a credit. Yeah. He said, look, I want to put this in. It's a nice little, nice little riff. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Can we put that in somewhere? No? All right, then. But because he's mentioned it, he gets the credit. Uh, it's like these days when about 18 people get credits for songs, I guess. They're so yeah. so scared of getting sued for not you know, for not being included. Right, next up, last Tim- Timothy Dalton film was Licence to Kill. Licence to Kill, yeah. yeah. Uh, which was, of course, Gladys Knight. Mm. Minus her I, hips. Uh... Minus her pips, I uh, thought that was excellent. Good song. Yeah, a good I, song. I agree. And Gladys Knight really nailed it. I mean, it's just... Good singer. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Great singer, great song. Really, yeah. Yeah, good one. And uh, another uh, License to Kill. That's a very James Bondy sort of title, isn't it? Yeah. Um Unlike the Living Daylights, or uh, yeah, we'll go with that for your eyes only. The Spy. I mean, a lot of these are typical Bond theme, uh, Bond film titles. Um, yeah. License to Kill, Gladys Knight. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's a good song. Very good song. Um, and then we saw Timothy Dalton depart, and we um, did. And Piers. Piers comes along. I wish I could remember the name of that show. I'm going to look it up while we are discussing. What's the first film he did now? You have to remind me. Goldeneye. Goldeneye, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the theme tune. What was the the theme on that one? It was Tina Turner. 
Oh, yeah. 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 And it, it, again, it had um, a Bondish theme to it, really, a, a sound to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't overstruck on it. It was all right. But uh, the, the show was Remington Steel. Oh, Remington Steel Rise, yeah. And that's oh. uh, and that was uh, that finished in uh, eighty seven time. So, what did you think? What did you think of the Selena Turner uh, song? Yeah, it's all right. Enough. No, it, it wouldn't make my top six. Let's put it that way. Mm. But it was okay. But also, it okay, yeah, it wouldn't be in my bottom five. So, uh, no, no, I know it, you mean. Sort of somewhere Mid- in the middle, middle ground. There. Middle ground. Yeah, middle yeah, ground. Yeah. What one thing I did discover during my research, believe it or not. We do do research for this uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And something I didn't know was the song was written by Bono and the Edge of U2. Yeah, which is quite, uh, yeah, shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Shocking in that it's not not really their style, you mean? Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's the last person you would have thought, you know, if you said who wrote that, you wouldn't think Bono and the Edge, would you? I can't imagine them. No, I can't imagine Bono singing it. Oh, oh. Yeah, unlike you go, yeah, some other songs that they've written and other people have sung, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I can imagine them singing that. Yeah. Um, there's a, a great Roy Orbison song on the last album before he died. Uh, the album was Mystery Girl in 88, and uh, there's a track called She's a Mystery to Me. And, you know, Roy Orbison's voice is just, you know, as usual, spot yeah. on. Uh, smooth, smooth as silk. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw that was written by Bono and the Edge. I, I don't know whether I ever heard a U2 version of it. They might have sung it live once or twice. Mm. But Golden Eye was uh, the first of Pierce Brosnan's films. Yeah. Um, next up was, there's another very James Bondy title, Tomorrow Never Dies. Mm. Now, the theme tune for this, which I did like, having listened to them back again, but then I'm a big fan of hers, another mm. girl singer, it's Cheryl Crow. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. the song was Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, a good song. She would have uh, had a hand in the writing of that. Um, yeah. And, yeah, again, I don't know the film. Hopeless on these films. Um, but Cheryl Crow tomorrow never dies again. Wouldn't be in my top six probably, but not in my bottom five. But a good, it's a good song. Maybe in my top ten actually. Overall, um, honorary, next... honorary mention. Sorry, honorary mention. An honorary mention, yeah. yeah. Um, next up and third of Piers Brosnan's four Bond films was "The World Is Not Enough." world is not enough mm. and the uh i had trouble with this one because for some it's garbage i don't mean yeah. the film is garbage uh <laughs> or the theme tune is garbage actually but the theme tune was sung by the american i think they are american band garbage yeah uh, I, I, reason, I, it didn't do it for me I did a little uh, Spotify playlist of all the James Bond themes, the 25. For some reason, that one isn't on Spotify. So I'm not quite sure what that's all about. Spotify don't like it either. No, Spotify, I think it's uh, garbage. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, 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 I didn't really 
I'll watch YouTube for that and see it on YouTube. I didn't I didn't write the song, you know. It wasn't a great song. It wasn't a great song. It was kind of I don't think you know, it was it was okay, but nothing that memorable, really. I don't think a lot of the latter day ones are such good songs, to be perfectly honest, uh, in terms of a Bond film. And then we come on to Pierce Brosman's final film. It's probably what finished it for him, actually. Was was Die Another Day. And the theme tune was by Madonna. Which is the... I thought this was the biggest pile of absolute shite. Um, yeah. Madonna, Die Another Day. dreadful. Of the 25 films, that's got to be for me the worst. The that worst is the worst, thing. yeah. Same here. All that Same business here. with her voice. I mean, I don't know what, yeah. what the technical yeah. term for it is, but... I it's think bit... she, was she was singing through a vocoder or something. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't think the song was good. No. Um, because of that, what they'd done to her voice, the vocal performance didn't come across as good. I just felt the whole thing was... I mean, I'm not a massive Madonna fan, but she's done some, you know, good, good pop records and things like that and good songs. Yeah. But this was a terribly weak song. Yeah, it was she can sing. Absolutely. She can sing, although yeah, now, it was, nowadays it's a little bit iffy. I it was absolutely. I mean, actually, when I listened to it today, because you know that's part of you, the research, you I did listen off. to it. I couldn't believe how bad it was. <laughs> it was. You know, I thought this is probably the worst song Madonna has ever recorded, and it was a theme tune. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I mean, in, in a defence, you shocking. She must have been told, right, I want a song called Die Another Day, and she had to come up with a song called Die Another Day. And yeah, you know, it's not that easy to come up with a song, having been given the title. Oh, get John Barry out. John Barry could do it, I guess. John yeah, Barry true. would have sorted it out. <laughs> yeah, John Barry. Uh, he, I'm not sure whether he was alive at this point, though, so it might have been a yeah, bit harsh. Yeah. But it was, it, was, it was, I think, possibly the worst. Bond song ever, if not the worst, you know. Oh, I, mean, I agree. That, Absolutely. It's rock bottom on my list. Yeah, yeah, rock, rock bottom. Die another list. day. As I said, yeah. right, writing a song, a lot of a lot of theme, I suppose a lot of film themes, uh, the, the title is already there, and I suppose artists do have to, I mean, way back, I mean, I know it's a Beatle link here again, but uh, I'm thinking of A Hard Day's Night, for example. Um, you know, they, they had that song title. Um, are we talking about the Beatles? Yeah, I know, I know. It's a, it's a movie, <laughs> and having, having to come up with a song called A Hard Day's Night, they wanted a song called A Hard Day's Night. It was one of Ringo's little malapropisms. You know, it's mm. been a hard day's night, or a hard, oh, it's been a hard day. And as he walked out, it's night, as he realizes it's uh, and of course, the, the help film, I mean, one more Beatle link, the help film. Um, they, the United Artists wanted the film title Eight Arms to Hold You. Really? Yeah. In fact, on the, uh, I think, the Ticket to Ride single, in the States anyway, it, it had on the bottom of the single, Ticket to Ride the Beatles, from the forthcoming uh, United Artists film, the Beatles film, Eight Arms to Hold You. Really? Uh, luckily, John Lennon came out with help. And they, uh, they found it a little bit easier. Eight Just arms to hold you. Yeah, yeah, right. right, enough. Madonna. See, talking about absolute garbage like that. Yeah, well, I'm garbage, right. 
Next, um, next, next one up. We're on to uh, Daniel Craig. So there's five of them. I'm um, on Daniel Craig now. Right, good. We're on okay. Daniel Craig. Five more to go through. What are we doing for time? Not too bad. Um, Casino Royale was the first of his five. Mm. Uh, now, this was a song not called Casino Royale. It's called You Know My Name. And it was by Chris Cornell. Yeah. Um, who, who was the lead singer with? Audio Slave. Soundgarden. Soundgarden, Audio Slave. Yeah, yeah there yeah. it was. I, um, I mean, nothing against Chris Cornell, but I just don't think he was suited to doing a Bond track. And I just, I didn't well, really like the song. I didn't really. Yeah, sadly, I think I'm in agreement with you there. I, I, I mean, I, I'm a rock fan, and you think yeah. I'd like Chris Cornell uh, singing um, the theme to a Bond film, you know my name. Similarly with Jack White, actually, the next one. You think, yeah, I'd it like did, that as well. It's it didn't not, really work, they're not did Bond, it? They're not Bond film themes. No, no. In, you've in got my this. eyes or my yeah. ears. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Casino Royale, Chris well, Cornell. One, would you? You know, what I mean, it just wouldn't work, would it? You know, no, <laughs> for some reason, it's just not. I suppose it's you've got this expectation of almost what you're going to get. Mm. I suppose, all right, they try and shake it up a bit, but I didn't really particularly think the, the song was anything to write home about. You know, um, one thing I'd like to say just briefly, yeah, um, take your time. Course, you I've know, been talking about going, the Beatles, and I'm going back to the Beatles, um. Back to the McCartney, Live and Let mm. Die, mm. which was, you know, a shake-up and a rock tune theme, you know, if you like. But that really, really worked and was mm. really, really good, mm. you know, really good. Um, because, you know, when he says live and let die, and it goes, dun, dun, dun. I mean, that was sheer dun. bond. That was sheer bond. You know, the Chris Cornell track and the following one, which I think, you're going it's to Jack White. Jack White. Yeah. It just didn't, it just didn't have that, that, you know, the bond feel, you know, and I, I yeah. Well, maybe that it, like Live and Let Die, it did sort of start a new era. It was a new era with Daniel Craig and they've gone mm. with these rock sounding uh, artists, mm. Chris Cornell, Jack White, who uh, sang the theme to Quantum of Solace, yeah. uh, which is called Another Way to Die. And, um, it wasn't only Jack White, it was um Alicia Keys sang yeah, with him sure, with him. Yeah, yeah. And and she's she's a great she's a great singer, Alicia Keys. Great I, singer, really, yeah. I like her voice, great pianist yeah. as well. Uh but and Jack White I I uh, admire. I yeah, just yeah, yeah. I just didn't think this was um I did notice it got to number one in Finland. <laughs> did it? Interesting facts. But Interesting no, I, I, fact. And the only those, duet, the only duet in a theme tune. Yeah. I, I Both of those, uh, although, you know, I, I liked uh, Daniel Craig coming in and I liked both of those uh, first two films he did. But, mm. yeah, uh, gar uh, was it uh, Garbage? Was, no, Chris Cornell and Jack White. I Chris Cornell and Jack White. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, uh, not, not classic. As, okay. As Brent, as Brent would say, next. Next. <laughs> Um, now this one uh, was Skyfall, and it was Adele. So they, they've gone for a big uh, a British yeah. singer. 
I, I don't mean that in a, a size. I mean like in a really huge presence, a huge voice he's got. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a return to form, I think. Skyfall was was a was a good song. Um yeah. and yeah. I, I I it's strange. I always think of like a pub singer, drunk pub singer singing that song in a sort of a Skyfall. You know, it's sort of a Dean Martin sort of thing. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But Adele, uh, you can't go wrong with Adele, really. Good Spurs fan. No, no, it was, it was um, I think that was sort of almost like a, a, re, a return to a... And that was a good film. I think I like that film better it, than the it previous was, it, Daniel it was, Craig ones. Yeah. Bit of yeah. a weird one when he, because he falls off the top of a train, doesn't he get shot by um, Money Penny? Right, yeah. I think it's yeah. Money Penny. Shoots him when she's trying to shoot the other guy, but shoots him by mistake and he goes flying down off this viaduct. Yeah. But of course he doesn't Right die. into the water. No, he doesn't die. And of ah. course he's swimming through all the fishes and stuff and he's probably, you know, unconscious for a while, but yeah, he survives. Uh, ends up on some Caribbean island somewhere, didn't he? Yeah. Um, okay, then we come to the last of the films that's already been released. Yeah, I remember at the time hearing the theme to Spectre, thinking, mm. this is crap. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Uh, and it was Sam Smith. Um, yeah. And it was Writings on the Wall. But yeah. having subsequently now listened to uh, all of the theme tunes, it's not rock bottom on my list. I must no, admit. I, it I, might I not listen, even I make my to bottom five. I listened to it today, and I didn't think it was bad. I quite liked it. I wouldn't put it in my top five or six. No, neither would I. But it definitely, you know, it's... When, when I first I heard it, bad. when I first put the list down as themes, I thought, yeah, this would be in my bottom five. Uh, and it was in my bottom five at first, but then I no, man. No, the, some of the yeah, others. There's a lot. No. There's a lot worse, isn't there? There's a, there's lot, worse. a lot worse, and yeah, it's sort of a Bondy sort of. It's got a Bondy feel. It. It's got a Bondy feel. Yeah, it's got a Bondy feel. Yeah. Okay. And he, and he sings it. He sings it okay. I thought it was you know when I mean, when, I'm no, not, I'm, when you say he. Well. You know, what is what what is he now? Not he's mine, a right? he's a they. They have sung it. They sang it really well, I guess. Is, is that it? correct English? They, but that they means yeah. Well. They, um, it yeah. Normally, you'd think, wouldn't you? You'd think, yeah, but well, I think you'd some, say we've got some uh, literary things coming here because some, you know, as, they, you know they implies more than one. It, it's nice for you to correct any grammar that I'm saying. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, yeah, Sam I Smith think they. People? You do sometimes do say they like um, the the. If they've got one guy comes, oh yeah, here they come, or yeah, they're 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 quite a good singer, yeah. don't you? Would I mean, would you say that? I think you would. But anyway, that's what they want to. They, that's what they want to be called. I guess that's what we have to call them. Um, right. oh, okay. Uh, and yeah, they Sam Smith. Anyway, so that so that means he's identifying n- as uh... non-binary. Is that right? Can you can you can you define that for me a little bit? Can we elaborate? No. <laughs> in, a, in a word, I don't know which which toilet he uses. Just put it that way. 
<laughs> oh, don't. Well, I don't. I tell you, that's a, that's a funny thing, actually, when you think about it, all this kind of non-binary and all this kind of business, you know, I mean, what, you know, do, do people like just, you know, all oh, the men's is a bit full, I'll go in here, you know, I mean, it's like, I can get away with it, I'm non-binary. Is that I don't you know, don't? wherever I go, when we came back from the airport from Nice uh, last uh, last weekend. Uh, when you was hanging pop- about in the women's toilet. Yeah, that's another story. <laughs> Uh, but we, we popped into the service station on the way back, gave it a uh, food. Oh, the French and... don't mind that, do they? They're all piling the same toilet in France. So don't worry <laughs> about that. They probably do. Hole in the ground, isn't it, there? Um, Hole in the ground, mate. Just seeing the, the terms male and female, literally they're the words they have, uh, must cause a bit of a problem. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're just old school. And we well, just we're old have... school. We're old school, you know. Yeah, we're old school. If you've got a well, penis, sure. you've got a penis, you're a guy, yeah? I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's the, the theory. It, really. <laughs> um, okay, oh, so dear. let's not go down that rabbit hole. That's the a, yeah, final yeah, yeah. one. Okay, yeah. the film hasn't even been out yet, so we obviously we can't comment on the film. Not that we've commented on much of the films, but uh, the latest one due out on the 29th of September this year in the UK, yeah. uh, 8th, 8th of October, I believe, in the US. No Time to Die was the name of the mm. song. And the name of the film, and it's by Billie Eilish. Mm. Up and coming, well, and it's, uh, and it's uh, not a bad, uh, not a bad song. No, it's not a bad song, and uh, again, it has a Bond feel to it. It's got the Bond feel. It's it got the Bond feel. It definitely has the Bond feel. Um, and I, I dare say we haven't got a great deal to say about that. It's yeah. only been out. It's only been out a year. Because the film obviously should have come out uh, last year, as we discussed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Bond, that's all Bond twenty-five. That's yeah, all yeah. 25. Well, very, very interesting to uh, sort of review them all, and it was interesting for me to sort of play them today. And yeah, and me listen yeah. back, and uh, you know, appreciate the good ones, and think, oh my god, at some of the terrible ones, you know. Uh, and there were some terrible ones. Yeah, I mean, um, actually, if we if we can talk, we're we talking about the terrible ones first. What? Yeah, let's your, go through the terrible ones. I would say. What was your worst one? If you had, if you had to say, what was your worst one? Out I the think lot? you know. I think you know. Yeah, it's Madonna. Madonna. It's Madonna. Hundred percent Madonna. Dying of the day. Yeah. Could not stand it. Yeah, absolutely. Could not stand it. And I think I'd follow that next with Lulu. Actually, I didn't even, to be honest. I didn't even make it all the way through. I was listening to all of these songs. And, I mean, I got over halfway through, I think, but no. Yeah. Yeah, you know what um, I did? I, I kind of – I got to about halfway, then I skipped a bit because I thought perhaps it gets better later on. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe, I'm missing. Maybe I'm missing something, you know. Not like a mate, you know. No, it and didn't. It, was... it didn't. No. Uh, so, Die yeah. Another Day is definitely – Madonna is my worst. Yeah. Uh, you say Man with a Golden Gun? Uh, that yeah, that was next for me, Lulu. That's, I, in, that's in. I haven't put these in any particular order, actually, in the bottom five. But that is in my bottom five: Lulu and Man yeah. and Golden Gun. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. I'd rather hear us sing "Man Who Sold the World." Actually, oh, much, Man yeah, and Golden yeah, Gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with David yeah. Bowie on backing vocals and saxophone, I believe. Most definitely, most uh, definitely. Um, but "Man with the Golden Gun," yeah. So that's um, that I've one. got I've got Jack White in there as well. No offense to Jack White, but I didn't think it worked on Jack Quantum White. of Solace. Was that oh Quantum of Solace? Yeah, I've got him in a bottom five too. Yeah. I should have had the name of the artist here. I've got Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Well she got that was number twenty-three. Now the other two I've got uh were Moonraker, 
which was uh, Shirley Bassey. The last, oh, interesting. I haven't got la- that one. The last of her songs. Mm. And yeah. uh, the other one was Garbage, I think. Right. World is Not Enough. Well, yeah. I've, I've got Garbage for The World Is Not Enough and Chris Cornell for... Um, Whatever it was. So you got Chris Cornell. Yeah, Chris Cornell was uh, Casino Royale. So, so the only one I've got different to you is I've got Chris Cornell as opposed yeah, to I, your. I, I included him above the bottom five. He's not far above the bottom five. Yeah. But I, I just yeah. thought them. And the Bassy one is a bit of a stinker. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> even even, uh, even with John Barry uh, co-composing it. Um, it wasn't great, and and uh, of course, how David on the lyrics. But interesting, interesting point that that Bassey did three songs because there's no one else that even did two songs, is there? No, no. You know, there's not another artist where they, you know, like you know, I mean, I thought maybe Stiff might have got a look in. You know, um, he gets a look in everywhere else. You know, Eurovision Song Contest. You know, he does. Uh- have the artists... I'm glad him? he wasn't. I'm glad he wasn't there, you know. I'm just looking at all of the list here, and, yeah, I think it's safe to say they are all probably artists that are pretty well-known in America. Yeah. Stiff, yeah, I suppose. Stiff didn't <laughs> really... Didn't no, really Elvis, Elvis tra- killed him, didn't he? He yeah. didn't really traverse the Atlantic hugely, he did he? He didn't. He tried um, to find his jacket over his shoulder and all that, but it won't work. Yeah, get on his skateboard across the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, wife for sound surfing on his skateboard, <laughs> <laughs> surfing and on a skateboard all at the same time. Yeah, it's not a, not a good look. And being wife for sound, yeah, definitely. Um, and he was on a summer holiday. Anyway, why are we talking about stiff? Because Back you thought the, he uh, might have he might was, have had a song, and I, yeah, I su- yeah. suggested as an op as a reason why he didn't have a theme tune is because yeah. basically not enough people have heard of him. I mean, he's yeah. it's like it's like getting the quo to do a, a theme tune for Bond, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we can imagine what that would sound like, actually. Would you like to ride my paper plate? Well, so... Would have been better than Madonna, that's for sure. It would have been better than Madonna. Yeah, it would have been, anything would have been. Let's um let's hear in reverse top, order then. Top going song, from top top six. Yeah, yeah. you're going to go from six to one. I'll yeah? go from so six what's, what's to number, one. What's your number six then, Mister C? My number six uh, is um, Diamonds Are Forever. Interesting. 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 You know what I've got? Yes. Goldfinger. Uh huh. Do you know what? I was mm, like this. I was, mm, yeah. And, you know, I'm still, you know, but. You're still a bit. Mm. Yeah. I I had to, I don't know. Bashy was so defining in the early Bond themes of sound. That, and yeah. I do actually like both of those songs. I think they are really good songs. So, yeah, number six for me is Goldfinger and number six for you is Diamonds Forever. Good choice. Okay. Number five, I have. Um, a view to a kill. I bet you haven't got Duran Duran in there. View to a kill. Yeah, I've got I've got a number five um, from the Spy Who Loved Me. Uh, nobody does it better. Nobody does it better. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, a, a very good song. Nobody does it better. But yeah. I've got a view to a kill there, number five. Which is Duran Duran, of course. Which was Duran Duran and, and John Barry. John Barry. Uh, <laughs> co- co-composed it. Um, and number four, uh, another kill one, Licence to Kill by Gladys Knight. Okay. The Licence well, to not, Kill. My, yeah. Yeah. Great song. Um, I've got at number four, Living Daylights by Aha. Oh, Aha. Oh. Um, I know right. he's a bit off the wall, but I've always liked that song. Yeah, yeah right. no, I haven't got them in my top away. six, actually. But yeah. So, you know. Well, that's good. I'm glad they're not all the same. Otherwise, people think it's hmm. a fix. Um, it's okay. It's not fixed. Um, number three, I have Goldfinger. I have two Shirley Basses in my top six. Two Basses were. Who, you, who'd you, have thought it? Two Basses in my top six and one in the bottom five. <laughs> you can't go wrong there. No, both good songs. I can see why. Uh, my number three is actually uh, Sheena Easton, The Your Eyes Only. Oh, really? Hmm. Interesting. Which I thought was, you know, a nice song. For Your Eyes Only, yeah, okay. Um, mm. Add that seductive feel to it, you know. Number two for me, you've already mentioned it. Um, it's Carly Simon. With nobody does it better. Good I work. absolutely love that song. Mm. Love it. It is, it is a great song. It is a great it's song. A great song. As I said, Marvin Hamlish and Carol Bayer Sager. Um, and Carly Simon. You know, who could ask for more? Who could ask for uh, more? From the, from the Spy Who Loved Me. Okay, your number two? My number two is uh, Live and Let Die. Is it really? It okay. is indeed. It's I'm interested. Indeed, I'm interested to see what can be better than that. But okay, interesting. Okay, live and let die. Mm. At your number two. Now what my number nine, number one. Are oh, you number one now? Aren't you? Yeah, is, yeah. I'm at number one. You've had no number two was nobody does it better for me. Yeah. Sorry, your number yeah. two was um, live and live let and die. die. Uh, my number one is well, I think you could probably guess. It's not Tom Jones, it's not Matt Munro, but it, it's, it's Macca. And for me, it has to be Macca. Yeah. I mean, I, the, I, the I, others could be uh, knocked in, out of the park. <laughs> I thought it might be. And, uh, you know, good one. Good one. Yeah. Numero uno. Numero Despite uno. the grammatical faux pas, <laughs> he still does it live. And he still has, yeah. the, you know, live and let die. Yeah. The, the fireworks and the explosions. Yeah, and Guns and Roses covered right it. The life you know I mean? Guns yeah. and Roses covered it. But, um, yeah, a lot of people think that's probably the be- one of the better cover versions. I think we discussed this um, yeah. Yeah. with I like, uh, I, like the with I like the original best. I, like the I original. definitely, definitely like the original best. I mean, Guns yeah. and Roses, they don't really change a great deal, no, actually, no, no, to the tune. No. And it's just it's just living that die sung with a with a more whiny voice. For yeah. Me. yeah. So no, the original uh, best. The orchestration's de- great on the original. Definitely best. I'm trying to look down this list now to see what on earth you have put at number one. Um, 
Oh. Oh, yeah, of course. Right. Okay, oh, yeah, my is number it, one. Is it, is it Gladys Knight? It's Gladys Knight. Yeah. It's Gladys Knight. Okay, so... Yeah. Um, well, at least from she was the, in my top five. Uh, hang on, what film was Gladys Knight from? Licence to Kill. Yeah, yeah. The Licence to Kill. I just um, thought it was a great song, and I love her voice. Her voice is just sublime, you know. And, uh, yeah. I mean, a very tough, you know. It is tough. I know. I know. You, you know tomorrow, I mean, you, could, you could look at it again tomorrow and think, yeah. oh, well, I should have that one in or whatever. But, 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 the, but the thing is, I mean, if I took my top six, they might jiggle about a bit, but they'd definitely stay my top six. Well, my, much, I think. I could the say bottom that. five are just junk, you know. <laughs> my top two would always stay the same, I think. I'd always have Living That Die. I'd always have Nobody Does It Better as number two. I can't yeah. see Carly Simon overtaking living that die um the others i mean two shirley bass's goldfinger and um, diamonds of forever they're just yeah. stereotypical classic, classic. bond classic. movie yeah. themes and yeah. i had to have them in I, it's a bit odd having two of them in for, for yeah shirley yeah if i if i if we would have gone up to seven my next one would have been diamonds are forever okay so well, four, you know i would have four of my mine. six you have four of my six in yours yeah so um and we pretty much agreed on the bottom ones apart from one so. and, and even um diamonds are forever you could well have yeah oh could have, well could it, have. it was diamonds are forever or goldfinger you know yeah. yeah okay um yeah. skyfall maybe gets an honorable mention i do like that one yeah um not, with yeah. adele uh yeah possibly. definitely but yeah, you know, Skyfall will be up there. Skyfall will be up there. And, and Nancy Sinatra with "You Only Live Twice" is a decent theme tune. I that think that was a decent song. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're the next ones I would probably have. I mean, there, there are songs I like, but I'm not sure they're great Bond films. I like the Cheryl Crow one, for example, "Tomorrow Never mm, Dies." Mm, mm. Um, and I did like the Rita Coolidge song, but it's not really a Bond thing. It's a good song. I listened yeah. to it today, that- and I remember think I remember thinking. I mean, I quite like Rita Coolidge. I quite like her voice, and I thought that's a good song. But it didn't yeah, really that- evoke. It didn't really evoke the Bond, the Bond vibe. You know? No, no, you got to invoke the Bond, the Bond vibe, haven't you? <laughs> didn't get the Bond vibe, you know. Definitely. And not. of course, um, we're all looking forward to the film. Uh, when is it coming out again? Twenty uh, ninth of September. No time to die. Oh. So you'll be there. I'll uh, be there, mate. I'll be there. We'll probably have to book some tickets to go and see it at the end of the month. Yeah, yeah, and, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be sitting there listening to the Billie Eilish theme tune. Yeah, um, uh, not. I'm not overly familiar with a lot of Billie Eilish's other material. Uh, I'm not actually. I've she's very. She's very young, I think, isn't she? A young girl. Yeah, I've, I've heard two or three tracks by her. My daughter's played a couple in the car and things when I had a car. As um, you do, yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I'm not terribly au okay with the work, but, but yeah, it's a good song. Right. So that's good. Um, that's Bond done. Yeah. That was interesting. To interesting to uh, I don't know whether review. I don't know whether Shaggy's listening to us at the moment, he, whether he has a favourite Bond uh, theme. I don't uh, really have a favourite, I don't think. I, I've no. never been super huge in the Bond. All right. Fair enough. Oh, it's, it's a very British thing, uh, Shaggy. Maybe it is. I mean, I'm, I'm one of the very few people I know that's that never got into it, but I've never had time to get into many things like that. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're a busy man. Yeah. You're a busy man. You're oh, a busy man. 
You're right, though. It is a very British thing. It is a very British thing. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I I wouldn't say I'm as big a fan of Bond as you are. You seem to be lining yourself up as the new James Bond, don't you? So uh, I I love it. I love it. I mean, when the film comes out, I'll probably go and see it two or three times, you know. Mm. And in my mind, mentally, I'll be James Bond for the next two weeks. But, of course, that doesn't really work. But, you know. I mean, I I, I won't turn it (laughs) off or anything, but, you know, I won't. I won't go out yeah. of my way. I'm not like waiting for it. I don't. I didn't even know there was a new one coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you do now, Shaggy. Yeah. You're in a yeah, very yeah. You learn something you're new every day. You're now very knowledgeable yeah. on yeah. Bond. He's very knowledgeable on Bond and the Bond themes. <laughs> yeah, when uh, you're out and about, you know, someone brings Bond up, you can go, ah, oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah I'm discuss on it. various Bond theme tunes. You know all yeah. about it. <laughs> and, and, and oh, and that Madonna one. Oh. You can say yeah, that was oh. crap. Absolutely yeah, was, uh, dire, wasn't it? Yeah, bloody unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Probably the worst song Madonna's ever recorded. I think. It was. It was grim. Um, so we better we better um, finish up um, and um, tell us. You're going to tell us, or I've got them written down here. You're going to tell us where the podcast is going to be posted to. The podcast. Um, you know I hate doing this bit. Go okay. On, do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, this podcast. Uh, off the record this podcast episode 20 yeah. will be episode 20 it's available on uh, the off the record Facebook page and the CBW Productions uh, Facebook page also it will be posted Breaker Anchor Google Podcasts Radio Public Pocket Cast Spotify and of course the BBC the BBC Channel 5 and it might be on Disney Plus soon as well, do you think? I think so, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, in the meantime, we'll see you for episode 21. Thanks for yeah. uh, watching and listening. Uh, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Not off. All right. Thank you.